Welcome to another episode of Mick and Ori's Classic Cars. I'm Mick. And I'm Ori. Ori, cars go back a long way. Oh, mate, to the very first ones created all those years ago. I'm not sure the evolution what year. So of we, yeah, there's, but when they started, you go through the, the years and what innovations do you reckon, you know, sort of really changed the industry? Well, I think, you know, I've been thinking about that because, as we know, a friend of ours, Mario, is rebuilding the uh, 501 Fiat from 1923, 26, whatever it is, the early 20s. And when you look at that car, you think, well, it's got a start-stop button. In 1920, you have to push a button to start-stop. I thought that was uh, that was new technology, but it was there. Yeah. But then it didn't have – doesn't have seatbelts. No, so it doesn't have seatbelts. But So the start-stop button, it has got a crank. So – Has he got a crank or not? I can't remember. No, it's anyway. Got the, it's got the crank at the front to start the engine. But that was one of the early ones that had the starter motor after Right, but it's got the start-stop button, which I thought was something that was real new technology, but then again, they were using it all those years ago. So when it comes to safety features, for example, in a car, of, of modern times, you say airbags for me are the biggest thing ever. Airbags or ABS? Probably airbags, maybe. ABS so, is certainly up there, isn't it? Because What came first, ABS? A- ABS came before Before airbags, airbags. yeah. So... The ABS, I, I suppose they came about because also the electronic circuitry they were able to, that was an innovation that they used on cars to enable ABS because ABS basically <coughs> does what your foot should do on and off with the brake. If you're trying to slam on your brakes without ABS, yep. you've got to release it so that it grips again and then put you know, and So then that's what the ABS does. Automatically for you. Yeah. So like a lot of these safety things, it's doing what, a good driver, or sorry, uh, a driver that has been trained in doing that. So, but, but let's go back before then, then, before before then, then, before the ABS, seatbelts would seat have Seatbelts. We had the lap sash or didn't have any seatbelts at one yeah. stage. And then they had the, um, the, the sash that comes across your shoulder. I think, got to say. Who was that, Volvo or something? Number one safety feature. Yeah. Well, Volvo was always out there in terms of the safety features. Oh, they always said it was the safest yeah. car on the road. Uh, may not be the prettiest, but definitely the no, safest was, car uh, on the road. box design, beautiful. So then, okay, ABS, seat belts, airbags. Those three are the greatest safety features ever. And then if you move forward now, you look at that heads-up display or the, that – no, my car's got the drive. It pulls you back into the lane automatically. Lane assist or lane assist. It brakes for you. The car active, actually active active cruise control. <coughs> there's there's a lot of things in that regard. Right, and but I've noticed. I was the other day trying to just reverse park into a car park, and I was you know, not at speed. Obviously, you know, just creeping in, but the car actually braked for me, thinking I wasn't going to stop as I was brake. So. Another great safety feature, but it is off-putting because sometimes it actually scares you. You, you don't you know think what you've hit something. That's right, right. But the car's doing it for you. And then a feature which I don't like on the new cars when I'm at the lights because it senses the car in front, right, the distance. When I, if I want to take off as we go through and you know, take off again, it won't let me take off straight away because it's sensing that the car's in front. And if I did put my foot down. It would automatically hit the car. Okay, can so, you turn that off though? I don't know. I don't know. There's some things you can turn off, obviously. Uh, there's some um, you can't. So that's one thing that I think. Oh, really? That's a 
Because if you're going through a light that's just turned amber, for example, and going on to red, and that's where it happens to me. That's why it happens every morning to me uh, when I drop my daughter off at school. And a car just doesn't go. You put your foot down and nothing's actually happening. And yeah, you're you almost stuck look in... Look at the instruction book. You've got to go look at these. <laughs> that's all right. So that's one of the features I don't like uh, of the new modern features. But, what I mean, there's been some unbelievable things. The One of the biggest, I think, innovations <laughs> for the automotive industry has got to be the production line. You know, with the Model T Ford, that production line, when they were producing, I don't know, whatever cars a year compared yep. to an assembly line. So, you know, that was an innovation that changed the whole industry, surely. So all those production lines do individual components of the building, is what you're saying? Compared well, to the, and then it goes on to the assembly line? Well, the assembly line is such that the assembly line moves, not the, not the people. Yeah, the people stay in their station. Yeah. Whereas before, the car would stay still and oh, everyone... And people... Ca- yes. Oh, right. Sorry. So right, right. when it was built early days, there was no assembly line, so the, the car would just be there. Yeah, where... I mean, you, it might go from the paint booth to back or something, but... Where you and I are working on, I don't know, let's just call it, yeah, putting something on the car. You're on the left-hand side, I'm on the right-hand side. The car just comes. Yeah, next boom. car comes, you're doing the same job. Yeah, how good's that? Yeah. How good is that? Actually, my grandpa used to be a spot welder at Holden's. And so he and would so be at the same he spot. He stayed in the same spot and just yeah, spot welding, boom, 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 Yeah, off you go. You know, yeah, so that's, been a- that's certainly, I think, uh, one of the biggies in terms of innovations. Yeah. And then there's, you know, like even the um, tyres. Tyres have come a long way, 100%. They had the cross-ply tyres and then they brought out the radial tyres. Yeah. So that was able to – because the tyres had to keep up with the performance of the cars. Yes. Because the tyres would let you down. Actually, talking about tyres, the innovation really before any of this is the wheel. What do you mean? Well, whoever invented the wheel. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. So without the wheel, you wouldn't have the car. So, But anyway, that goes back a few years anyway. Um, How about the safety glass? Safety glass is another one. I mean, people don't really think about it much. They just take it for granted. But – Safety glass is huge. Yeah, it's huge. When they, you know, that that revolutionised the car industry when that came out. Because it's just supposed to shatter, like, correct? Not shards. Yeah, not breaking shards. Again, again for a safety. The other thing is we didn't talk about is uh, disc brakes. Disc brakes are huge. I mean, uh, some some were earlier with the disc brakes. I know Australia was a bit behind in terms of getting disc brakes out, yep. but the Europeans were. So uh, maybe everything day. was drum brakes. Well, drum brakes right through, yeah. yeah and that- and in the early days, like you know, in the nineteen hundreds, it was only rear brakes. So then they brought out front brakes because front brakes do more of the work than rear brakes. What year? What year do you think cars went to front front wheel drive and not rear wheel drive? And why, why do cars, what, why have a front-wheel drive car and not rear-wheel drive? Okay. I think In production-wise, why okay. did they do that? Okay. Do you I think know that's that a answer? fairly easy answer, I think. Yeah. It started, correct me if I'm wrong. It's it started a, it's with got to be a cost no, thing. it started with the Mini. 100% it's a cost thing. So the Mini, the Mini Minor. Yes. Was the first time, uh, I understand, was the first time they did front-wheel drive. So he put the engine in the front but turned it around. But the engine was in the back of the Mini? No. No, the Mini's at the front. The little Mini Minor? Yeah, that's at the front. I thought my mum's, those, the old little one was no, no. at the back, right? No, the, okay. the engine's at the front 
and it's turned around so it drives the front front wheel. Right. So yeah, instead of sitting that way, yeah. it sits this way. Yeah. yeah, correct. So it drives <coughs> straight off to the front wheel. So that saves number one, it saves space. Number two, it saves tail shaft. So, number three, it saves the rear diff. Yeah. So it's all about what you said. It's all cost about saving. cost. And then what happened is that, you know, progressively to save cost, the, the bigger cars came out with front-wheel drive. Right. So even a normal passenger car would be front-wheel drive. So that so when did that – so that you said the mini minor. So what's that? Oh, that was 50s. 50s. 50s, uh, 50s late 50s, 60s. So, you know, that was a big innovation of front-wheel drive. It, this is slightly off topic, but I met someone the other day who – is a bit of a car enthusiast, and we're talking about the podcast. And he said, uh, when he goes and buys a car, he's got a spreadsheet, and he puts the car, the vehicle, what it is, in there, spreadsheet, and then all the things the car's got, all the features, right? And he then works out what features I actually will I use because I've worked out. He said, eighty percent of the features in a car are never ever used, like your phone. No, he goes, yeah, like your phone. Exactly right. Like He goes, I never, ever use them. He goes, there was one car, he bought a BMW and sold it. And the day he sold it, the guy goes, oh, this is brilliant. It's got this feature. There's a button on the side. He goes, I didn't know, I didn't even know it existed. He goes, it would have been so much easier had I known that button exists because it had done something to drivability and things like that. And I thought, that's a really good point. I mean, when you pick up a car, and BMW do do it very well, they, they ask for four hours of your time to go through all the buttons or what the car actually does. When we leave there, obviously you forget within a couple of no, months. No, but at least you've heard about it. so <clears> And you can always go back and ask. But the beauty is I don't think you ever do use every feature that the car's got. So there's much probably features within these cars, all cars, that we actually don't. Don't use. You think, oh, we need. Or don't even know about. Correct. Don't even know about. Now, we did that same thing. When we picked up the Lotus Amira from Zagami, uh, Brad asked us, do you want us to go through anything in the car, you know? Yeah. I said, no, no, we're all right. We'll see you later. Yeah. You know, so but, uh, apart from telling us how to use the odometer. Yeah. So you think, you know, drive, the buttons for all-wheel drive, four-wheel drive, two-wheel drive, <laughs> Sandy. Mate, they're yeah. unbelievable. The te- yeah. no, that's technology. Unless you take the time, advent- unless you take the time and have that interest in wanting to know all the different things, you're not going to worry about well, it. Well, honestly, now, you, you know, and also the other one that, that I get interested in is, have you seen those older cars and it's got a starting procedure where you've got to flick one switch, push one button. That's, I love that. Do the tr- but were that, was that always like that? From brand new, you had to do that procedure? Or is it just now because the car's older? Like, it, I'll take you back to the luncher, Robin's luncher, where you had to turn it on the fuel, click this button. Was that always like that? Well, like I, from day one, a brand new car, 1927, whatever year. You I had think to do- it, would, it would have had certain starting procedures you would have got a, a, a bit of a scenario of bullet points of what you need to do because you've got to prime the carby because yeah. nothing was automatic. <clears throat> so they didn't have what we've got now that, you know, we just take it for granted. You know, you switch on the light in your room and it comes on. Yeah. You know, you don't go and get the candle out, light the candle. Same with the car. So you've got to put the connect, uh, sorry, um, the fuel gate, uh, gate. So you've got to open the fuel so that it comes through. You've got to prime the car be. Now, so, okay, so my question is, that means when you stop driving, you've got to turn the fuel off. 
In in that particular, in the early cars, probably yes. If you didn't do that, what would happen? That's a good point. We'll have to ask a technician. You know what I'm saying? Does that mean that it's flooding and you're getting too much fuel into the car? Well, it it can't because you need to pump it generally. But that's what I'm saying. So you're telling me these guys would drive around, ladies, men, whoever, they'd drive around, get to where they had to go. Get out of the car. Sorry, Bob, wait a second. I've got to turn the fuel off now and do this procedure to stop the car. And then I've got to, when I start, I'm leaving the pub now. I've got to turn yeah, it. Probably, yes, because the fuel uh, fuel to get to the carby would have been via a mechanical fuel pump, not electric. See, now it's all electric. Now it all does. But, but even the old cars, like even my Dino, you, yeah. you turn it on, you put the ignition on, you wait for the fuel pump. Yes, electric exactly fuel right. pump to but, so okay, very a perfect example. Exactly right. Your Dino. So you're saying from day one when that Dino got released, if you bought a brand new Dino, that's what they will tell you, hundred percent, right? And okay. I'll tell you why because it's in the manual, so it will tell you cold <coughs> starting procedure and hot starting procedure. So it does tell you, and even when you when and when not to use the choke. Okay. So remember, the the old the cars ch- yeah. all had chokes. chokes, correct? All right, but we don't even. Know. So when do you use a choke? Well, in this case, because we're in Australia, that doesn't get that cold. We don't use a choke. So, you know? so we used it in Tasmania yeah. when we done target those mornings where it was so ice those, on the car. Yeah. Well, right. I didn't actually use it then either because my was choke was disconnected. It's interesting. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but but back in in Europe or you know where you got you know the snow, it really does get cold. Then yeah. the choke would be used. There's all these there's all these things that you know really made a difference to the car industry. Fuel injection, fuel injection. Yeah, not that I really like that, but yeah, fuel injection, turbos, yeah. turbos, catalytic converters, catalytic. That was cleaning the air, cleaning the air. But that's a, a big change to make them more fuel efficient or energy efficient. Sorry, energy efficient. What um, really for pollution mainly. The one thing is, and you're a stickler for it, and you do it. You do it. You did it in the Lotus Amira, and I, I screamed at you. What did I do? The, looking at all the gauges, the oil, the water pressure, the oil temperature. The, you know, it's a modern car, mate. The car will tell you. Yeah. Correct. But, but back in the day, I'm used you. To but back in the day, you had to look monitor your water, your coolant, all these things, obviously. Yeah. So now, in a new car, you haven't even got an oil gauge. Yeah. So it doesn't. Tell, you can't actually work out. They haven't ever got. They haven't got a dipstick. So the new cars, a lot of them do not have an oil dipstick. So you can't. So how do they check the oil? Check, well, it's all electronic, isn't it? It was sensors. So you can't pick up a dipstick and say, "Well, hang on, this is." It's so hence there. why they say, if it's low on oil, take it back to the dealer. That's right. It's all back to you, you can't open it. You you used to buy a car and open up the bonnet and have a look at the engine. Hundred percent. Now you now, hardly ever do that. And people, you ask some people, "Oh, have you got a six cylinder, four cylinder turbo?" No. Oh, I don't know. It goes all right. That's yeah. what they'll say. But the beauty is, have a look at the engine. It's all covered in here. It's all covered. You can't see it. You've got that big black, you know, cover protecting everything. Yeah, and I think the cover is mainly uh, mainly because of the fuel injection. So once you've got fuel injection, there's wires and stuff going everywhere. Yeah. So they, they look at it. They to cover, cover it. Yeah, to look neat. So you, you used to see, we open up the bonnet, you used to be able to see the ground. Absolutely. Yeah, you look through it. Yeah. Apart from now, they got, you know, the under trays and yeah. things, but you can't see it. Yeah, drop a spanner, you used to go all the way to the ground. Yeah. Hey, How about power steering? Power steering is a big one, yeah. 
Enzo, you, Enzo didn't like it when they brought it out, but uh, anyway, because you know you needed to be tough to drive one of these cars, and, <laughs> didn't have pit, and that's why they use the big steering wheels. You know, some of the huge steering yeah. wheels. Yeah, is that you the know, reason? The biggest reason to make yeah. it easier yeah. to turn the car. Yeah, more lever- leverage, so it's easier to turn the car. Yeah, and mm. then as the tyres got bigger, you know, then uh, the, the, you know you needed power steering basically. Otherwise, you you really need to be uh, a bodybuilder to to turn this thing. How about those very first few, uh, those first cars were brake lights, headlights, all standard. I think yeah, because they had candles. Some of them, the early early days, instead what? of actually, what do you mean they had candles? They had didn't they have candles full of headlights? <laughs> <laughs> I think they probably. Are you did. serious? They had a candle. Do you well, think they're driving down the road and they in a in like a lantern? Hole that's right. That? I think they did. Correct. I'm going to Google that. Okay, you you, were, you Google that after, but I think they did. But, yeah, no, they came with headlights, some of them, uh, you know, single brake light, and as the safety features got it, indicators, you know, you know the ones that had the indicators that stick out from the – Yeah, that's you right. Know, you put it out by hand, yeah. you know. So all that. All that um, stuff. But the one that – and I've driven a car like that. I can't remember what it was. The one that really standardised the whole thing throughout, you know, the world mm-hmm. is the pedals because – the accelerator, the brake. Well, the for example, you know the early Fiat's, like the five hundred one. Yeah. The accelerator's in the middle. Yeah. So yeah. you got the clutch on the left, accelerator in the middle, and the and the throttle on the right. No, and the brake brake on the right. No, the throttle is the accelerator. Sorry, the brake. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Spot. Spot yeah. on. But yeah, so the the throttle's in the middle, and the handbrake is on the right hand side near the door. Yeah, but that's neither here nor there. They did have that's gears on the outside of the car. It's like a big, it's a, like a big lever. The handbrake, yeah. that huge. And that's in got Mario's. two circuits. That's got two circuits: one for the handbrake and one for the the back brakes. But and how the about, pedals? You imagine? No, how about that other thing that Mario's got? But that you rotate for speed. You know, what, that's actually what? the timing. Yeah, what's that? Well, that's the timing. You can actually adjust the timing, like you know, the new cars have got variable valve timing or whatever. So as you're driving. Yeah, as you're driving, yes. So apparently, you know, if you're going, you know, you're doing more revs and you you, you reduce the timing or advance it or what was that other word I used before? Retardation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's advance and anyway, don't worry, we won't talk about that one. But retort, retort. No, <laughs> yeah, it was that word. Yeah, there was the opposite to advancing the timing. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Which that beetle, that Volkswagen beetle had, remember? That we saw. The Volkswagen Beetle. That we saw at the, in the car park when you see it. He had it there sitting. Oh, in, yeah. That's right. Yeah. So what about what about <clears throat> the, you know, they talk about uh, Apple CarPlay and Android. Yeah. You know, the smartphone integration. Has that been good or bad, you're thinking? Well, I'm not I'm not saying whether it's good or bad, but that's a, a pretty Huge big. Huge technology. Yeah, it's fantastic. Big innovation. Right, GPS. GPS. Right, GPS yeah. for me is the greatest thing ever. I can't believe it. The only problem is it makes you a bit brain dead. So normally you'd remember which which yeah. direction you went and what streets. Or to you turn. got the UBD out yeah. and off you went, yeah. and you had to now, had to. Work no one it knows out. how to read maps now, right? Well, you don't even. I don't know if you can buy them anymore. You probably can, but but that's how how great that that for me has been. You know, a technology and a half to drive. Just concentrate the car till you know turn left, turn right. Oh, brilliant. You can focus on driving, basically. Yeah, I think it's it's a lot better. Plus, it tells you also the traffic. Yeah, it tells you if there's an accident. It tells you all sorts of things. So, 
we are getting to a stage, obviously, where and, you know, Tesla's already done it. They're testing it and things like that. It's not here in Australia yet, but where the car just drives itself. Yeah, well, that's, then, yeah, when you we're just not, we're not happy about that, right? You just drive because well, that's that's how far it's come. Yeah, well, that's like catching an Uber. You just sit in the back and yeah. it drives. Yeah, or taxi. Got, <laughs> <laughs> but there's someone driving. There's it. someone driving. Right? Anyway, we'll see where that heads. <laughs> well, actually, one uh, <clears throat> I just thought about now. What about the Synchromesh gearbox? Early days, mm-hmm. you, first gear, you had to stop to put it in first gear. So you couldn't put it in. So you had the double clutch. You remember those days? You're too young. Don't worry about it. No, wait a minute. I'm just going to – so you're driving, right? Yeah. You're in second, third gear. Yep. You come to – Stoplights. Yeah. You go into neutral and then you put it into first gear. Yeah, but you can't do it while you're moving. So – it has to be stopped, the car. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it was, that's right. Well, what, now well, you can. Well, now you can. Of course you can. What do you mean? Well, if you're doing 5Ks an hour, you can put your car into first gear from second. I've never, ever done that. You stop completely. Yeah. Which is the better way to do it. There's no doubt. I thought you stuff up the gearbox if you don't. Well, no, not in a synchromesh. As long as you're not going too fast, you don't put it in at 30Ks an hour. I think reverse is not synchro. Reverse is... Reverse is reverse. is yeah, different. That's why they've but, got the lock and yeah. the push down, whatever. You make it harder to get in there. This but, is a, a manual car we're talking, yeah. right? So I never, I always thought you can never go back into first because you would damage the gearbox. Yeah. Well, that's good thinking and that's why you should keep it. But in, in new so cars, So I always go can. back down to second, right? When I'm... If I'm going back down through the gears as I'm coming to a stop, I'll go back down to second... And then as I'm coming to the stop, I'll just put it maybe in neutral. And if the car's still rolling, the car takes off in front, I'll put it back in second. Well, that's If I'm rolling. Yeah, fair enough. But generally, people will put it in first before they stop. So I was talking to a guy that's- Yeah, I didn't know you could do that. Yeah. Can I try that on your car? I won't try it on mine. Yeah. You can. But not at at 40Ks an hour, though. uh, Because what would happen? You you, might break a couple of the teeth or something. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Yeah, you'd would. Anyway, anyway so I was talking to a guy that uh, had a, an early Mini, a Mini mini minor, you know, the ones we were talking about with the um, front engine yeah. and front wheel drive. Now, he was saying that he goes through the hills. He loves going through the hills and the Mini minor, you know, it's, you know, yeah. through the bends and that. Oh, absolutely nimble, fantastic. Yeah. But we talked about the push box on the road. Mm. So if he's going up here and he comes around a corner and the push box in front, because the Mini, in his, he's got an original one that you know hasn't got a lot of power. He has to stop to put it in first gear because because it, you know it got no hasn't got synchro. So you're going up the hill. You'd normally, if you're struggling to go up, get up the hill, gear because it hasn't down. Got enough, yeah, you gear down. But he can't gear down until he stops, which is he reckons sometimes it's quite dangerous because the car Absolutely. behind you because the car behind you. So the synchromesh is it was a big a big plus to the industry. Yep. So if you had to pick Ori, if you had to pick of which of these I don't know, we call them innovations or you know changes, what would you pick? Say uh, top two or three. Now for me, the, the biggest greatest one is uh, airbag. I think airbags have saved a lot of lives. Yeah. Okay. So airbags one. I reckon because oh, I look at about saving lives also in car crashes and what's made it. Not so much, you know, if you say what's made it easier to drop, of course, power steering and the braking has been, yeah, that, I agree. But I'm saying as a safety feature, 
technologically advanced safety feature for me it's it's uh airbags okay so if you're looking at the safety features we one we didn't discuss is the crash testing yeah so that you know the crumble zones correct so that's that's huge that's absolutely i'll tell you right now i'm looking for cars yeah for my kids as you know and my first question before anything is this has it got has it got airbags all over in the pillars in the or is it just the steering wheel was in the that i ask that if they say no you know what? I would, I'd actually look at the car. Okay. And also the ANCAP rating, then that yep. covers all those Correct. things. Yeah. Right. So, okay. I I think one of the biggest innovations to the automotive industry has got to be the assembly line. Yep. Right. Yeah, because that changed that, you know, people could get into, you know, the Model T Fords, the two CVs and the Citroen, the Volkswagen Beetle and all those. I think that really changed the automotive industry. Yeah. Okay, another one. So y- your top three? No, that's it. For me, it's the braking, it's, it's the airbags. Uh, for me, that, that's and, – uh, and power steering. Okay, so if I had to talk about a second one, it'd be the circuitry. Okay. Because I think, you know, you look at all the sensors that cars have got now and all all the, you know, the ABS, the Android car, car play, it's all about the circuitry. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so we still want our classic cars without all these things, but we we do like the idea of having the safety aspect. Yes, absolutely. Anyway, we're going to leave it there, Ori. And remember, you can catch us on the show at mickandori at gmail.com and, of course, our uh, um, podcast, sorry, our YouTube video and our Instagram page. Yep. And remember, if your car's not a classic. It will be one day. Thank you. Thanks.